Good evening. Today is the 13th of February, 2020. Our readings for this evening are Psalms 85 and 86, and the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verses 21 through 32. Blessed are you, O God, creator of the changes of day and night, giving rest to the weary, renewing the strength of those who are spent, bestowing upon us occasions of song in the evening. As you have protected us in the day that is past, so be with us in the coming night. Keep us from every sin, every evil, and every fear, for you are our light and salvation and the strength of our life. To you be glory for endless ages. Amen. I will bless God who gives me counsel. My heart teaches me night after night. I have set God always before me. Because God is at my right hand, I shall not fall. Dear friends in Christ, here in the presence of Almighty God, Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins so that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Creator in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God. Creator, Incarnate, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm 85. God, you were favorable to your land. You restored the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the iniquity of your people. You pardoned all their sin. You withdrew all your wrath. You turned from your hot anger. Restore us again, O God of our salvation. 
and put away your indignation toward us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger to all generations? Will you not revive us again, so that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your steadfast love, O God, and grant us your salvation. Let me hear what God will speak, for God will speak peace to God's people, to their faithful, to those who turn to them in their hearts. Surely God's salvation is at hand for those who fear them. That God's glory may dwell in our land. Steadfast love and faithfulness will meet. Righteousness and peace will kiss each other. Faithfulness will spring up from the ground. And righteousness will look down from the sky. God will give what is good. And our land will yield its increase. Righteousness will go before God and will make a path for their steps. Psalm 86 Incline your ear, O God, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am devoted to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O God. For to you do I cry all day long. Gladden the soul of your servant. For to you, O God, I lift up my soul. For you, O God, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call on you. Give ear, O God, to my prayer. Listen to my cry of supplication. In the day of my trouble I call on you, for you will answer me. There is none like you among the gods, O my God. Nor are there any works like yours. All the nations you have made shall come and bow down before you, O God, and shall glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. Teach me your way, O God, that I may walk in your truth. Give me an undivided heart to revere your name. I give thanks to you, O God, with my whole heart, for I will glorify your name forever. For great is your steadfast love toward me. You have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. O God, the insolent rise up against me. A band of ruffians seeks my life, and they do not set you before them. But you, O God, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant. Save the child of your serving girl. Show me a sign of your favor, so that those who hate me may see it and be put to shame. Because you, God, have helped me and comforted me. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. 
Amen. My soul proclaims the greatness of God. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For they have they has looked with favor on their creation. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is their name. God has mercy on those who fear them in every generation. God has shown the strength of their arm. They have scattered the proud in their conceit. God has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich they have sent away empty. God has come to the help of, they, of their servant Israel, for they has remembered their promise of mercy, the promise God made to our forebears, to Abraham and Sarah for, and their children forever and ever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of Jesus Christ. Glory to you, gracious Christ. John chapter 8, verses 33 through 47. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? (coughs) Excuse me. Jesus answered them, Very truly, I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place there forever. So if the Son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are descendants of Abraham. Yet, you look for an opportunity to kill me, because there is no place for you in my word. I declare what I have seen in the Creator's presence. As for you, you should do what you have heard from the Creator. They answered him, Abraham. Is our creator. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would be doing what Abraham did. But now you are trying to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You are indeed doing what your creator does. They said to him, We are not illegitimate children. We have one creator, God, their self. Jesus said to them, If God were your creator, you would love me. For I came from God, and now I am here. I did not come on my own, but God sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot accept my word. You are from your creator, the devil, and you choose to do 
your creator's desires. The devil was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks according to his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is from God hears the words of God. The reason that you do not hear them is that you are not from God. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, gracious Christ. I believe in God, the Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, the Word incarnate who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. Christ suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. Christ ascended to the dead. On the third day rose again, ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Creator in heaven. Christ will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your nation come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the nation, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. That this evening may be good holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O God, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill, we entreat you, O God, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses, we entreat you, O God, that there may be peace to your church and to the whole world, we entreat you, O God that we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O God, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of St. John, Absalom Jones, St. Clare, St. Joan, and all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ, we entreat you, O God.
Set us free, O God, from the bondage of our sins, and give us the liberty of that abundant life which you have made known to us in your word, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Most holy God, the source of all good desires, all right judgments, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, so that our minds may be fixed on the doing of your will, and that we, being delivered from the fear of all enemies, may live in peace and quietness through the mercies of Christ Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Be our light in the darkness, O God, and in your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Gracious Christ, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way, kindle our hearts, and awaken hope, that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Keep watch, dear God, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, gracious Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. We're going to persevere in prayer. For the victims of addiction. O blessed God, you ministered to all who came to you. Look with compassion upon all who through addiction have lost their health and freedom. Restore to them the assurance of your unfailing mercy. Remove from them the fears that beset them. Strengthen them in the work of their recovery. And to those who care for them, give patient understanding and persevering love. Amen. For the absent, O God, whose motherly care reacheth to the uttermost parts of the earth, we humbly beseech thee graciously to behold and bless those whom we love, now absent from us. Defend them from all dangers of soul and body, and grant that both they and we, drawing nearer to thee, may be bound together by thy love in the communion of thy Holy Spirit, and in the fellowship of thy saints, through Jesus Christ. Amen. For recovery from sickness. God, the strength of the weak and the comfort of those who suffer, hear our prayers. 
and grant those whose names we now encircle in your light, whose beings we encircle in your light, the power of your grace, that their sickness may be turned into health and our sorrow into joy. For Jesus Christ's sake, amen. For those suffering from mental distress, blessed Jesus, in the comfort of your love, we lay before you the memories that haunt those whom we now encircle in your light. the anxieties that perplex them, the despair that frightens them, and their frustration at their inability to think clearly. Help them to discover your forgiveness in their memories and know your peace in their distress. Touch them, O God, and fill them with your light and your hope. Amen. For protection. Christ, light of light, brightness indescribable, the wisdom, power, and glory of God, the Word made flesh, you overcame the forces of Satan, redeemed the world, then ascended again to God, the Creator in heaven. Grant those whom we now encircle in your light. We pray in this tarnished world, the shining of your splendor. Send your Archangel Michael to defend us, to guard our going out and coming in, and to bring us safely to your presence, where you reign in the one holy and undivided Trinity, to ages of ages. Amen. And then now is the time, friends, when we talk a little bit about our readings. So I think we covered, we did it maybe a little quickly, but we covered what we read this morning this morning. So we'll cover what we read tonight tonight. Psalm 85 is described in my commentary as a prayer for forgiveness, a community petition that God be merciful is in the past. So we had this morning the psalm of renewing the covenant, and here we have a psalm that asks for forgiveness when the covenant is broken. And I think that it's a little bit of transference when it talks about God's wrath and hot anger. I don't really believe that God... I don't, I think God kind of transcends wrath and anger. I think God is love. But I think that we in trying to understand the cause and effect 
of our spiritual relationship with God and creation kind of brought, brought God to our level, level a little bit, transferred our, our emotions unto God. That's the way we would feel if somebody betrayed a covenant with us, right? But we're begging for God's, in this psalm, God's mercy and steadfast love. And then we pray into what we hope we're living into. Love and faithfulness meeting together. Righteousness and peace kissing each other. Faithfulness springing up from the ground. God giving what is good and our land yielding its increase. And I think that we can, we can with faith, trust that God will give us what we need and increase us. Perhaps even more than we can understand. In Psalm 86, cries out to God for help. So this is one where, you know, in a time of trial and persevering in prayer, I think this is this psalm and psalms like that. And this is a prayer of David, or at least that's who it's attributed. So you can really imagine David like hiding in a cave somewhere, or even like after his sin, praying to God. Incline your ear. I love that. I, it personifies, but in a really beautiful way, God, like cocking God's head and listening, just tuning into us. The way like a dear friend kind of leans in and turns toward us. For I am poor and needy. And the psalmist says, I'm crying to you all day long, God, hear my prayer. And I think, oh man, I'm living days like this. I'm just praying all day long. I'm fervently praying for myself and for others, for my people, God, for my beloved friends, for those dear to me. Just praying and praying and praying. And yes, in the day of my trouble, I call on God, for God answers me. And man, I am, I am finally kind of getting that right. Trouble hits, immediately pray, right? Because God is bigger. God's bigger than the insolent, than the ruffians rising up. God is merciful and gracious, abounding in steadfast love. God turns to us like that dear friend and is gracious to us, gives us God's strength. And we ask, at least I do often, Show me a sign. And God is so good. And God gives me sign after sign. Sparks to light my way. Thank you, dear God.
Now our gospel reading today. So here the Pharisees are kind of discrediting Jesus and claiming the heritage of Abraham, which is really interesting because we've been reading about that in the gospel, right? So the liturgy, or I'm sorry, the, um, I just lost the fancy word that I was looking for, but the readings, the lectionary, the daily office lectionary really lines up here, right? Cause we've been talking about the inheritance of Abraham and it being passed down in somewhat dubious ways, right? So Jesus says here, he has, he has just said, if you will continue in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And the Jews he's talking to answer him, wait a second, we're descendants of Abraham. We've never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean you'll make us free? And I think that speaks to the unawareness. Like they don't even realize that they're not free. And we've talked about that a lot lately too. Like we run into people that are enslaved to darkness and evil and don't even know it. And Jesus expresses this. He's like anyone who's committing sin is a slave to sin. And I think, my beloveds, that we can empathize with that. I've been a slave to sin. Man, there have been times that I have been aware of the bondage that I am in. And it has been a struggle. In Beth Moore's Bible study, Breaking Free, she talks about, like, it's like we're standing in this prison cell and the door is open. But, like, we can't even see to walk through it. And I think that it's a bit like that. And then also I think sometimes there is like, there is thrash and struggle as we try to work free. Sometimes we need to be still and God will set us free. I will never forget a number of years ago when I so clearly heard the word of God. I was, you know, washing dishes and, um, and praying and And God said, be still, stop thrashing, and I will cut you free. And I just had this image of myself, like, encased in all this guck, like this, like a cocoon, or like, like when you have, like, an infected something that your flesh has actually kind of grown around and God just cutting that free like a surgeon excising something with a scalpel. That was a very, that's a very vivid memory for me. And then God talks about, or Jesus, I guess same thing, right? Talks about what it means to be made free, how it's different than we can think of being free, that it's a permanent place in the household of God. And then he's like, look, you say you're this, but your actions 
show something else. You're not getting it. And I I think it's kind of interesting because we talk a lot about understanding um, the consolation or desolation or good or evil, whatever dichotomy you want to use there, based on its fruit, what kind of fruit it bears. And Jesus here goes back to the source. He's like, where is it growing from? Where are you coming from? Because if you're from God, then you'd, you'd get this. But if you were from the devil, then you wouldn't. So that makes you devil's children, right? And it's like an interesting logical argument here. And he sums it all up by saying, Whoever is from God hears the words of God. The reason that you do not hear them is that you are not from God. And I don't think that means that it's hopeless for them. I think that means that they have to reroot themselves. We've been talking for weeks now, maybe even months, about being rooted in faith and love, right? And so some, like when, when we're not coming from that place, we've got to reroot ourselves. We've got to transplant or excise ourselves from whatever the source is, the poisonous soil and replant ourselves in faith and love in God in God who is love and that's exactly what the Jews need to do here and I think that's all I've got to say about the readings tonight friends thank you for being here with me thank you for praying for me I do believe that those prayers are work. I'm doing what I said I was going to do when I talked to you. It was either last time or the time before. And that I am claiming victory in Christ. So, excuse me, when fears that I've already prayed on and given up to God come back again, I say, nope, I claim victory in Christ. I've already prayed this. So what next, God? Where would you have me focus my prayer and my energy? What action would you have me take? And it has been very helpful in getting me out of that rut, out of that cycle of repraying the fear and repraying the fear. And God is breaking me loose and giving me some freedom from that bondage. I'm very thankful for that. I hope that you are finding freedom, my friends, and that you are dwelling in the love of Christ. God loves you, and so do I. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your creations, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by the grace of Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service 
and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen.